Welcome to the Business of Being Healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. I've got another great solo episode for you here on the show today, and I cannot wait to get into that. But before we do, if you are new, welcome in. But number two is every solo episode, I read out loud one of the reviews left on the show. And so I can't thank you enough. If you are new, please tune in regularly, twice a week. If not, and you've been here, go ahead, leave that review. Takes a few seconds, that little five-star tap, quick few messages, and you could literally change the life for someone else and really help pay it forward. So today's review comes from Redhead with a triple D in the end. And it says, give it a listen, you'll love it. This is so relatable and inspiring. Shelly does such a great job of educating and encouraging already high performers that want to put their health, family, and business in a priority zone, a must listen. Thank you so much, Redhead. I cannot tell you what that means to me. I am there with you. So I am sharing the real, the raw, all about paying it forward so that you can intentionally apply the knowledge learned into your life. So thank you so much. Don't forget, leave that review so I can call yours out too. Now on to the show. Today's episode stems from a it's really a carousel that I shared on my Instagram. So I hope that you're following me over there and connecting because I'm really trying to refocus on what I'm sharing to make it more valuable for everybody else. And a lot of what this podcast is all about is sharing past experiences, mine, those of my guests, and able to help you now and in the future, right? These are all the things that I wish I knew before. So maybe I didn't make a few of those mistakes or had to learn some of those lessons again and again. So today's episode is all about reading. And I know I've done a few about reading, but I just wanted to take this through because the feedback that I received, I knew that this was obviously very valuable, but I wanted to take it a step further. And what I did was share my top 10 reads that have literally changed my life this year, just this year. So I'm not going back too far, but just this year. And I wanted to go through each 10 and just share a little bit more about who this could help. And you'll see kind of a trend, but you'll see all, and I'll summarize it at the end as why these are most powerful for me and the stage that we are in our business and my growth. And you can understand if you've been tuning in for a while, it's, it's all about like no BS, no fluff. Like here's the lesson, man, that one hurt. Let's go, you know, do it better next time. Or let's try this next time. Or man, this freaking worked. Let's go here. And so these 10 li literally changed my life and are changing my life right now. And I'll share a bit more when I go into each one. 
don't worry, I'm going to tag all of these down below in the notes. But actually what I'll do too is tag them in uh, the post that I did, the carousel post that I did on Instagram. So you have access to all of these, but I think it's good because the reason why I'm sharing these, I mean, I just gave you a few reasons, but I just want to give you this one tidbit is I started reading at a, as an adult, I hated reading as a kid. I was the one that would grab the cliff notes, pick the book in school that also had a movie and cliff notes, right? Anything I could do to avoid reading. And since some major things happened in really like 2018, 2019, I literally have been gobbling up books and I found some that have been very useful and some that haven't. What I will say is that the most useful ones usually come as a referral from someone else because I'm talking about something or I'm sharing something and they're like, oh, did you read X? And that's like a sign to me, believe whatever your beliefs are. Like I, I truly believe that God says, oh, I'm going to have someone mention this book. You're supposed to read this book. It could be in passing. It could not even be directed at me. And I immediately grab it. I throw it in my Amazon cart and I get it sent to the house. I like the physical book. I'm like a little old school because I like to write notes and, you know, rabbit ear the pages. But when books are mentioned to me, there is a reason. And so I listen and I try to understand what I'm supposed to take from that book. So I'm going to go through these 10 real quick as fast as I can, because, you know, I want to keep these solo episodes to about 20 minutes. But this one uh, that we're going to start with, it's called The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. And if if you're, you know, in the digital space at all, or if you're around, start with why Simon Sinek, he is a complete thought leader, um, highly suggest following him. But what I loved about this Infinite Game is it reframed the perspective for me that I felt I played for my first 38 years of my life. And... I'm still working through it, but essentially like with a finite game, there's a known player and there's fixed rules. And basically when you look at it from a business is like your company company can only survive so long the founder is president, right? There's only so much business in the market, like a zero sum game. There is a finite end, right? So a finite game has a finite end where an infinite, it may be played by known players, right? But it's also played by unknown players and there's no exact rules and the players can operate however they want with infinite time horizon. That's a key thing here, infinite time horizon. And so the goal is to keep playing. And so if you've ever been in your career where you're like, I'm striving to build this business or I'm striving to get this um, promotion, those are more of a finite mindset. It's like, how can we transition it and trans- transition the things that you are doing in your business, in your career, to have more of that infinite mindset. Play an infinite game. Obviously, Simon does a much better job explaining this than me, but this is a quick read and highly, highly uh, recommend this one. Now, you'll notice I'll have a couple books that are old, old school, and I love old books. The next one I'm going to mention is The Magic of Believing. And this is with Claude Bristol. This was from 1948, guys. So this wasn't like just, you know, written recently or what have you, but it addresses people in all walks of life. 
Now, originally, this was created for soldiers adjusting back to civilian life. And it comes down to everything. And I I, I truly, truly hold this to, to my core, is that belief is everything. If you cannot believe, then you cannot achieve. Subconscious mind, it's, it's one of the things that either can make or break you. And so if you're sitting here saying like, I can't do this, I can't do this, you're right. You can't, even if you don't know whether you can or you can't, you still have to have the belief that it's possible. And so this book, this was one of the first ones that I read back in 2019, when I was kind of coming out of a low point in my career. And it's something that I always felt. And I heavily used this when I was competing with horses um, and specifically in 2020. I mean, 2020 was quite the year, but in 2020, I achieved top nine in the world in the, the event that I compete in. I couldn't have gotten there if I didn't believe that I could. And literally I had everything going against me. That's I'll save that for another episode, but I had this belief and I had this vision that I just held to. And this book helped set a standard for that. Because remember, I said 2020 was like the biggest year in my career with horseback riding competitions. I read this book in late 2019. So you'll hear me again and again, when it comes to reading, it's read, but apply. Read Intentional Action. All right, let's move on to number three. That is Relentless by Tim Grover. If you don't follow Tim Grover, I just, I seriously cannot recommend him enough. He is a no BS guy. He is, um, gosh, how do you explain it? He is the, he is the guy that literally challenged everything when it came to working with athletes and athletes like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and what he teaches and this book specifically relentless. It's all about breaking those mental rules that are holding you back from trusting your instincts. And if you've been bit a few times, like I have, I, I, it's hurt a few times. Some of the decisions that I'm, that I made where I actually didn't listen to myself. I didn't listen to my gut. And so then I started not trusting my gut. There's times when I did and, and it didn't work out how I was expecting. And so I started kind of getting in this trust thing with myself. So this was a great book to get me started on the right direction. His second book, Winning, also incredible book. Lots of sports analogies out there if that helps you. But it is like a no BS. And you can just hear it if you follow him on social media. Tim Grover, it, it he is black and white. And I, I just love it. I love it. He's not going to like pat you on the back and tell you everything is okay. He's going to make you work and challenge some of those beliefs that you had. Okay, the next one is Traction. I have talked about this book before, but this is Traction by Gina Wickman. This is a great play-by-play -play book for scaling a business, starting late or as you're building the business where we are right now with our construction company. And so he has this system, this playbook called EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And it is literally tool after tool after tool. And so if you feel lost, the reason why I love this one is it's so easy to read. It's so, it's even, I want to say it's simple to implement. I don't want to say it's easy. It's simple to implement because of all the tools and the way that the book is laid out. That being said, it's work. 
right? Like this is work that we, and Chris and I are living this right now with our business. We are actually bringing on the EOS system into our business because we want that structure. And I love it because I always feel like you can always fall back to your systems. You can fall back to the plays uh, that you have set up. If you don't have those and you get lost or get off track, what do you have to fall back on? And so with this EOS system, it is incredibly uh, important. It's it's with a team. So I would imagine this would be more geared towards someone that has a team or is about to build a team. That's both, we, we hit both of those with our construction company. And so it is important. And with those lessons, those tough lessons that Chris and I have learned in the past with businesses, with teams, we want this play-by-play uh, book and traction has been it. And it's really been great too, if you have a partner talking about the visionary versus the integrator, holy cow, it was like as eye-opening as eye-opening could be. So highly recommend this one if you are building a team and or if you already currently have a team. And this also goal goes for, just so you know, because I spent many years, almost two decades in corporate America I wish more corporations would do this. So, um, and really like take heart to a lot of it. But this is a great, great book. Traction could not recommend more. I'm excited to share. I'm working on some new tools to have available for all my listeners, absolutely free. These are tools that I have used personally. If you haven't stopped by my website lately, I would definitely go over there, check it out as I have three free tools up there right now that have helped me elevate my health so that I can make more money. I've gotten some great feedback so far and I could not literally be happier that these are helping people like us, change their lives. So I am always looking to create new tools to help all of us win bigger. So make sure you keep tuning in or drop by the site. Let's make sure to also be connected on Instagram or LinkedIn. Now let's get back to it and enjoy the show. All right, let's move on to number five. There's going to be some fun ones in here that I think are going to surprise you guys, but this is The Richest Man in Babylon by George Klassen. So This book was one that I heard in passing. I can't remember, but this was not a book that I would typically pick up. However, what I was going through at the very time, I, I, when I heard this, I was like, there's a reason why it's coming. And this is a parable, which will open your eyes. I know it did mine on beliefs, right? Here's beliefs mindset again on beliefs that you may be holding or main and may not even be aware of on money, wealth and success. Okay. If you're an achiever like me, and I like, I know that many of you tuning into me and that connect with me, we're kind of in that same boat. We're achievers. We're wanting more. We're going, going, going. Sometimes it's not the necessarily the skill that you need to get to the next level. It is actually a belief. So I already shared one book on belief mindset. This is a great parable. Literally you could read it in just like an hour or two, depending on how fast you read. Um, that's another thing. The more you read, the better you get. It's like getting reps in at the gym. I used to be slow. I'm getting way faster. So this was a great one. Grab it. Um, if you feel like something's pushing back on you from getting to that next level of money, wealth, and or success, it's probably not a skill. It's probably a belief. So this one will be very beneficial for you. All right. Number six is the originals with Adam Grant. 
So Adam Grant, he's been a Wharton's top rated professor for seven years. He's an organizational psychologist. He is brilliant. And you can like hear his brilliance in this book. But one of the coolest things about this book, because again, this was one I was like, I would never pick this up. Why would I pick this up? This seems crazy. The originals doesn't make sense. Why would I be tied to Adam Grant in some way? This one, I believe I first grabbed, I want to say it was like 2020 or 2021. Um, And it addresses like the challenge of improving the world from a perspective of becoming original. So how can you champion novel ideas and values which challenge conformity? So I'm all about challenges, right? I love to challenge conformity and I, I, I didn't used to. I am now because I've been doing a lot of work to get to this point. So if I have a certain perspective, I will challenge that on me. I also challenge it on my kids, Chris and Chris as well. Um, and anyone who is willing to have that conversation with me and not challenge in a, in a bad way, but it's even like one of our core values at our construction company is how can we, there is always a way to do something. But sometimes we have to challenge our beliefs and challenge like the ways things have always been done, right? If someone says to me, oh, that's the way we've always done it. I'm like, I want to throw up and then punch them in the face. And so what Adam does in this book is he actually uses research, right? You heard he is a Wharton professor, okay? He uses research and real world stories to prove that it's been done. And I love that. Because sometimes people in different books out there can pontificate on all these different things, but they have nothing to back it up. Nothing pisses me off quicker. And that's one of the things that I loved about this. I think it comes back to my medical side uh, of the the industry that I used to work in is like, I love studies and understanding them because you can't necessarily make numbers lie. Now you can a little bit, we can like argue that I'm a pharmaceutical industry. That's again, another episode. But I love that he uses research and real world stories to back it up and show what's possible, because I think sometimes that's what we need to see. So original. So if you are in a place where you're like, well, that's the way it's always been done. I encourage you to read this book, whether it's in your business, in your career, uh, with relationships, um, even with, you know, launching something. If you haven't yet, there, there is that, that imposter syndrome where everything's been done before. I, I'm going to challenge you with that thought process. There's a few books that I've already mentioned, but also grabbing the originals by Adam Grant. All right, let's move on to number seven, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie, 1936. You guys, sometimes the, one of the best thing you can do is go back to the past. Things were very, I don't want to say were things can be very simple and clear cut. And when it's spun too much in recent times, it can make it confusing. This book by Dale Carnegie is a classic. I have already read it twice. I plan to read it again next year because each time I have new experience to be able to pull something new from the book. So this book is much more about leadership than anything else. And quite honestly, this is like a how to be a good human playbook. Listen more than you speak, ask questions, take ownership and responsibility. It's showing you like how to interact with those around you. 
And the way that it's presented, this is one that you can come back to, like I said, again and again. So if you are wanting to dabble in networking, building a community, just being being a better community member, right? It's sometimes like the reflection of like, how can I actually be better when I step in the room? You hear all the time, go step in the room, go step in the room, get in the room, do this, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, actually, okay, I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to get in the room, but how can I be better when I'm in that room? How can I be a better leader to my family? How can I be a better leader to my kids, to my teams? This book, it's so good. So good. Highly recommend this one. If you are in that position where you are wanting to build a community or be a better community member. Number eight is the motive. This book, the motive, it's a parable of two CEOs and it's about some assumptions that one of the CEOs has. And it's explaining how your motive has to be bigger than you. It's practical advice through a story for executives or business owners. Now it's relatable to my tenure in corporate because I find myself reflecting on my time in corporate and talk about that girl breaking through the glass ceilings, um, wanting to push for those titles. And who was it really for? Was it for me or to help those around me? If I'm going to be brutally honest with myself, which is where a lot of this growth comes from, it was all about me. And so I can see why maybe some of those choices didn't happen for me. But I can also look now that maybe I wasn't the right fit. And those all happen for a reason. And so this book, if you are in a leadership position, this is a great book. It is a parable. It is quick to read. And it might just challenge how you are leading and how you want to lead and how you want to collaborate with other leaders. Not competition, but collaborate. So this is a great book, really changed it as we are building a team for me with our construction company and just how I want to show up. The things that I want to do is this constantly, I'm referring back to this parable and the two CEOs and how I want to show up because there are twists and turns that Patrick takes you through in this book and it will surprise you. All right, last two, and then we're going to close it up here. So number nine is Ready, Fire, Aim by Michael Masterson. So don't believe it can be done. Try this book because it is full of practical knowledge and perspective that when you apply it, it can literally change your outcome. The very title of the book opened up my perspective. Any perfectionists out there? I'm over here raising my hand if you're watching on YouTube because I am that perfectionist where I'm aiming, 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 and I wouldn't take a fire. And when I would finally fire, if it didn't go out, I went back to the drawing board. If I didn't hit my target, I went back to the drawing board and sat too much time in that ready aim space. So I actually recorded two podcast episodes from this book alone. It was from two of the theories that have literally, I am applying daily. The, the first one on all link these in the notes too, but was episode number 32. It's called Accelerate Failure to Succeed Faster. And then episode 28, don't let your 
efficiency reduce your efficacy? I go into detail there on two theories that I pulled from this book. And literally, it, this is a big one, guys. This is a big book. It is going to take a little bit longer to probably get through. But if you believe that it can't be done, this book is going to show you that it can. And Michael does such a great way in really lining it out. Now, the last one to, to really sum it all up here, this one this one has been probably the most, well, it is the most recent, but it has had the most profound effect on both Chris and I. And this is 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan with also Dr. Benjamin Harvey. He actually, Hardy, excuse me. Let's record that again. So to round it out, the 10th book I'm in a list, this one has been not only the most recent, but it's been the most profound changes for both Chris and I, not only in our relationship, but also what we are doing with the business. And that book is 10X is Easier Than 2X. Now, this was written by Dr. Benjamin Hardy with Dan Sullivan, and it's it's literally changed us. There was an episode that I recorded just not too long ago, episode 85 with Chris. And we talked about shiny object syndrome. And it's something that Chris and I succumbed to for a fair time frame, over 10 years. And now that we are building this business, it's been open, oh gosh, six years-ish now, almost going into seven, is we can see how much time we've spent on not the right moves. I know that sounds crazy, but what this book will teach you is that focusing on your 20% will literally free up and allow you to 10X your efforts and 10X your impact with what you're doing. So for Chris and I, we, we are, I mean, I'm sure you've heard this, I feel like some days we're running around with our heads cut off. But that being said, we now, because this book provided a framework, it's like Chris said to me, I sent it to him. He read, he listened to it because he's out driving the jobs all the day or all day long. Is He's like, this is exactly what I've been thinking about. And so we are finding the right people to bring with us on this journey so that we can focus in our area of expertise and have more impact on our 20% that we should be doing. Now, I also mentioned earlier how we are using traction and the EOS framework that I mentioned. And we are blending together these two books and applying it right now in our business. And I can tell you, we're not through it. We're not through it by any means. But what I can say is I have already seen significant changes in the last 30 days. So again, I want to close this out. I'm giving you 10 books that changed my life because I hope I just shared one way, depending upon what you have going on, one of these books might be able to help you. But it's not just reading it. It's actually applying the knowledge that you gain from it. And so if I were to give you any advice, start with one. Read that. How can you apply that to your business or your life right now? Then go back and reread it. These 10 will be on my reading list for 2024. 
because I know with what we're doing right now, I will gain something completely new that I can apply from all of these books. It's not so much always about reading more. It's about studying what you've already learned and applying it. I hope that this episode helped you. Please let me know um, if you have a favorite book. I would love for you to share this one out because I think the more people that we can help, the more that we can lead and the more that we can make a difference in what is going on uh, in the world today. So thank you so much. Thank you for the shares and we'll see you next time.